good about what the Lord has given me, and I struggle with preaching all week long because it's Pentecost Sunday, and you're supposed to come in here and preach a Pentecost Sunday message, but I have been known to uh, not follow protocol, and so I'll do my best to give you a little something about Pentecost Sunday, but I didn't come with a Pentecost Sunday message. Amen. I've rarely preached on the subject I'm getting ready to preach on because everybody takes it and it's it's all about hype. It's about pumping up a crowd or a congregation, and uh, and and I didn't come to do that today. I came with uh, I I really believe with the word from God, and uh, the Lord kind of messed with me a little bit. He didn't really finish it in my spirit until about three thirty four o'clock this morning, sitting on the couch. And so uh, it's fresh in my spirit, and I want to give it to you, and um, I, I pray that you will receive it, and that God will move on behalf of what you do with the Word of God today. Amen. Amen. The book of Psalms, chapter 150, is where we'll be reading our text. I, I rarely preach about what I'm preaching about today, but this is what God has ordained for this service. <laughs> Amen. Very familiar scripture. The Bible says, praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. (laughs) Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. I didn't see one today, but It tells us to praise Him with the sound of the trumpet, with the psaltery and heart. Praise Him with the timbrel and with the dance. Praise Him with stringed instruments and organs. Praise Him upon the loud cymbals, upon the high-sounding cymbals. Let some things that hath breath. Let just those that are in Texas today... No, 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 no. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. And praise ye the Lord. Anybody breathing today? Woo! My, my. <laughs> For you dignified folk, and I heard one pastor, he, he went to a, a fancy meeting and had two titles when he preached. I'm not going to tell you who it was, but apparently that's all right around here, so... For you dignified folks, you can call this when praise proceeds. But for you simple folks like me, I'd like to help remember a message. I'm going to just call it, it's time to put the cart before the horse. Praise God. Would you put your Bibles down? Would you lift your voices? And would you help me pray right now? God, we need you to move in a special way. God, I'm dependent on you to hide me behind the cross. One more time today, Father. Let the anointing that destroys every yoke of bondage show up today. God, confirm your word. Watch over it today. Bring it to fruition, I pray, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let there be a response to your word, not to a man, but to your word today, God. Let the Holy Ghost fall in this house. Let your spirit that brings liberty saturate this sanctuary right now, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And somebody shout, Amen. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated. 
Now, y'all don't judge me. Y'all don't think any less of me from what I'm about to say. But I have never been to a ball game. Uh, don't, don't judge me. Uh, you, you, you can see it on your computer screen. Uh, if you go to the restaurant and, and look up at the TV screens or if you read your newspaper or pull up on your cell phone, it's not very hard to see where, uh, and I'm going to speak very, very plainly today, where some idiot has his shirt off in 30 degree weather. And there's snow on the ground and he's painted the teen colors across his big old beer belly. And he's wearing a big foam number one hand. And he's shouting and he's screaming and he's acting like a psycho over some overpaid slab of meat that's down there where his pants are too small for him. And he's chasing some other idiot running away from him towards a, a piece of painted grass at the opposite end of a field with a piece of pigskin stitched leather under his arm. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And the world gets crazy and the world gets wild and they don't care one bit how they look and how they act. And as a matter of fact, the crazier they get and act and looked, the better they feel like good things are getting ready to happen. And it amazes me that some people can spend their money, dress all crazy, act the way that they do for a team that's literally done nothing for them. Now this is going to be simple today. We're going to swim in some really shallow waters. But the Holy Ghost is going to move. <laughs> and, and, and yet there are some folks. Now I, I don't think they're here today at Calvary Tabernacle. But there are some folks that come to church and sit in the presence of a merciful and a loving God who's given them everything they got and they struggle to, to even move a muscle. I, I just want to tell from the get-go today that we as the people of the living God, we've got more reason than anybody else to give God glory and to give God some praise. Can I get some more of this? We ought to come to every service and let God know how we feel about him. We ought to get crazy. We ought to get radical. We ought to get wild. If the world can do it for their God, how much more should we do it for our God? Hallelujah. And so we, we got to think about this a little bit because we could simply... Give God praise because the Bible commands us to give God praise. One writer said, let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. That's the black man, that's the white man, that's the rich man, that's the poor man, that's all the people. There's no disqualification if you're alive and if you've got breath in your body, you're all the people. And the Bible commands to give God praise. 98 and 4 of Psalms says make a joyful noise. All the earth. Ain't nobody from Pluto in here. We're from all the earth. That means you make a loud noise, rejoice and sing praise. 102 and 18 says this shall be written for the generation to come. And the people which shall be created shall praise the Lord. There is something about humanity that God instilled within each of us. Uh, 
called free will, called choice. And God said, I'm going to create you because I want somebody to choose to give me praise. He created the angels and they're around the throne going holy, holy, holy. Lord God Almighty, they ain't got much choice. But you and I can look at the goodness of God in our life and say, I choose to give God some praise. I choose to lift him up and to make his praises known. Psalms 106 and 1, praise you the Lord. Give thanks unto the Lord for he is good and for his mercy endureth forever. Anybody know about the mercies of God today? Anybody know about the goodness of God today? Uh, You wouldn't be in this house today uh, if it wasn't for the goodness of God that led you to repentance. Uh, You wouldn't be in this sanctuary today uh, if it wasn't for the mercies uh, of a loving God. Uh, But thank God for his goodness uh, and thank God for his mercy. Uh, That's why I'm gonna praise him. Uh, That's why I'm gonna give him thanks. And on and on we could go today. I found, and I'm sure there's more, but just a quick review would be about 24 times that the Bible commands us to praise ye the Lord. Now there's a lot of scripture uh, that lines up and that we could pinpoint that make the case and, and state that we need to praise Him simply because His word commands us to. And that would be good enough. We could go home right now and be sufficient today that the word of God says to praise Him. And so therefore, we praise Him. And so I I want to praise God because His word commands it. But I, I want to submit to you today that if the Bible never once mentions anything about giving God praise, I want you to understand today that there's a young man that would still give God praise. Because my Bible says I'm a chosen generation. I'm a royal priesthood. I'm a holy nation and a peculiar people. And the reason that I show forth my praise is because somewhere along life's journey, he called me out of darkness and into his marvelous light. You don't know like I know what Jesus has done for me. You don't know where he found me. He didn't have to reach way up. He didn't have to reach way out but when God got a hold of this old preacher he reached way down way down way down and he picked me up that's why my soul sings bless the Lord oh my soul and all that's within me bless his holy name I'm going to bless him I'm not going to forget his benefits he's forgiven mine iniquities he's healed all my diseases I wish I had some help here today uh, let me tell you uh, we've got plenty of reason to give God praise Uh, I'm glad the Bible commands it uh, but if it never commanded me to uh, God's done enough for me uh, that I'll clap my hands uh, I'll leap for joy uh, I'll run the aisles uh, I'll sing his praise God's been good to me I hope nobody's forgot what God's done for them today. I hope I'm sitting in a sanctuary that people remember what God's done for you in your life. If you've forgotten, today's a good day on Pentecost Sunday 
to take a trip down memory lane uh, and start thinking about all that God's done for you. Uh, the Bible still says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Uh, I feel like telling you uh, it's time for you to get your say so back. Uh, you've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Uh, he's washed your sins. Uh, he's cleansed your soul. Uh, there ought to be something that comes out of your mouth uh, that says, thank you, Jesus. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my soul cries out hallelujah. Y'all ain't hearing me today. Y'all ain't hearing me today. God's been too good to you. God's been too good to me. I've got to say so. Our text read today, praise him for his mighty acts. According to his excellent greatness. Now y'all can praise while I'm preaching, but I'm gonna preach till I'm done today. I'm gonna get this out of my spirit. I'm not driving to Arkansas and everywhere else this week with this in my heart. I'm gonna preach today. Y'all do what you want to. But the Bible says praise him for his mighty acts. And the Bible says who can utter the mighty acts of the Lord. Who can show forth all of his praise. I may not know all the mighty acts that God's done. But I do know a few mighty acts he's done in my life. And let me tell you I'm here today because of a mighty act of the Lord God Almighty. Praise God. I mean, let me let me just tell you something about this thing called praise. Praise to the most high God should never ever be predicated upon circumstantial reasoning. And what I mean by that is we don't praise God according to our circumstances or according to our present situation. My circumstances change, but God in his goodness do not. Therefore, whatever I'm going through, God is still worthy of all glory and all honor and all praise and everything I could give him. My praise can never be contingent on where I am what I'm going through it doesn't matter what, where or why God's still worthy of all the praise now now, I I know I know maybe it's too simple for some of y'all today that's alright because I know what God's done for me that's why I can echo the words that the writer pins high will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth when I'm on the mountaintop I will bless the Lord that's an easy time to praise him but when I'm in the valley I will bless the Lord No, 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 preacher. I I can't give God praise in the valley. 
God doesn't even know why I'm in the valley or what valley I'm in. No, no, you got it all wrong, honey. Uh, the same God on the mountain uh, is the same God in the valley. Uh, you got to look around in your valley uh, and realize he's the rose of Sharon uh, and the lily of the valley. Uh, I will bless the Lord. Uh, when times are good, uh, I will. Uh, when times are bad, uh, I will. When the money's tight, I'll bless the Lord. When everything is going all right, I'll bless the Lord. When my bills are due, I'll bless the Lord. When I'm sick in my body, I'll bless the Lord. When I'm healthy, oh, come on now. When there's food on the table or when the cupboard's empty, I'll bless the Lord. When your babies backslide or when they live for God, I'll bless the Lord. When the car breaks down, uh, when the marriage is on the rocks, uh, when you lose your job uh, or you get a pay raise, uh, I will bless the Lord. When you're faced with trials, uh, when you're faced with tribulations, uh, when you're in the middle of your struggle, uh, when all seems hopeless, uh, you've got to understand, uh, I will bless the Lord. And His praise. According to the word of God, we are made to understand uh, that God inhabits the praises of his people. Uh, Now, now this is for simple folk today, uh, but that means my praise determines uh, the size of inhabitation I'm going to build for him. A little praise builds a little habitation. And a big praise... uh, builds a big habitation and so the question you have to ask yourself today is how much of God do you want in the middle of wherever you're at in life (laughs) when the praises go up the glory comes down how much glory do you want to fill this sanctuary do you want just a little glory Do you want just a little presence of God? Enough to feel the goosebumps? Or do you want to be flooded and saturated and permeated by the glory of God? I don't ever want to come to church and give God just a little praise. I want the atmosphere to be charged with every ounce of God that I can have. So I'll build him a habitation that's worthy of him inhabiting. I will, and you ought to make his praises known and let the glory of the Lord fall. Somebody put your hands together right now. Give him praise. I'm just not interested in anything else. I want a move of God. I I, I love putting on a cool suit and a pretty tie and I love coming to see you and see how y'all are doing, but that's not why I come to church. 
I come to get into his presence. I come to have a move of the Holy Ghost. Not just on Pentecost Sunday, but when pastors getting ready to teach on midweek and when revival service is happening and when there's whatever's going on at the church, I want a move of God. I want a moving of the Spirit. I want the Holy Ghost to come down. And if praise is what it takes to get the attention of God and bring heaven down to earth, then God, I want you to know I'll praise you. I'll give you everything I got. You're worthy. Love what the Bible says. One writer said, Praise waiteth on thee in Zion. That means when God gets to church, there's something that's waiting on him. I want God to show up at Calvary Tabernacle and look around and say, these people know what it's like to show my praise. This church knows what it's like to give me glory. Hey, let me tell you today, this is an apostolic church. This is an old time Pentecostal church. We ain't no dead church. We ain't no dry church. There's enough churches like that in town. This is a church where the Spirit of the Lord is. I want God to move. People are tired of the fake. Happy people are tired of the substitutes. They're looking for the real Uncle John. They're looking for the real deal. They might as well find it in a Pentecostal church. Not fraudulent, wannabe church. But let's give them the real thing. Oh yeah. When they come into this church, don't you sit there like a bump on a log. You ought to show them and make them wonder. These people are crazy. Yes, we are. Because God's done something for me. And God can do something for you. I know God. Oh, we've heard about praise before. You need to hear it again because some of y'all been sitting down too long. Some of y'all need a good old reminder of the goodness of God. I'm an evangelist now, but I have heard it. Pastor, you've heard it. I just can't praise God like I used to. I used to run the aisles. I used to dance. I remember as a little boy watching them walk on the back of the pew. Some of them used to roll around on the ground. But now, it's just a I used to. Well, let me tell you something. If all you can do is wave your pinky finger, get to waving. I'm not coming against people with health issues or, 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 or elders. I'm not saying anything, but I'm telling you that everybody can do something. And God honors the aisle runner. And God honors the pinky waver. And if what you do uh, is all you can do, that's good enough for God. Uh, and your pinky wave uh, can build a habitation uh, just as good uh, as the aisle runner's habitation. Uh, but it don't matter who you are, uh, where you're from. Uh, God's worthy uh, of your praise. Praise. 
Time flies when you're having fun. Let me get to where I'm trying to go today. This is a lot of message to preach, but we only got one service today. You'll be all right. Let, let me tell you what I'm, what I'm preaching about today. It's easy for somebody to have something happen in their life and, and then give God praise. Anybody can be a Miriam and get on the other side of the Red Sea and look back at the dead Egyptians and say, hey, somebody grab me a tambourine. That's easy. Anybody can look back and say, look what the Lord has done. And you ought to. You ought to. There's nothing wrong with looking back and saying, oh, God's been good. He's worthy. Nothing wrong with that. But what I came to preach today is what would happen in the people of God uh, if you started giving God praise uh, before he worked on your behalf uh, and met the need that you need him to meet in your life. Uh, I, I, I want you to understand today what happens, and this is simple, but this is what happens when praise proceeds. This is what happens when you put the cart before the horse. Sometimes, I know putting the cart before the horse is out of order, but sometimes getting out of order is in order. Oh, yeah. You, you don't have to believe me. Just, just look at what the Bible says. A, a man by the name of Joshua begins to take a few folk uh, and march them around the mighty walls of Jericho. The walls hadn't fallen yet. The walls hadn't cracked yet. The walls hadn't crumbled yet. But here these crazy folk uh, go marching around the walls. Woo! Nothing happened. But they kept on marching. They blew the trumpets, they shouted, and all of a sudden, there was a crack in the wall. All of a sudden, something began to shake. Oh, help me, Jesus. I'm skipping through some of this. I'm going to tell you in the Holy Ghost, it's time for somebody to get back into marching formation. I know the walls are tall. I know the walls are great. I know it looks impossible. But it's time to march until. March until. Preacher, I've been praising God for a long time and it ain't happened yet. That's all right. Don't stop praising him. You don't know when your next hand clap. You don't know when your next shout and your next dance may be the very thing that brings the walls down. One of the greatest weapons that God ever gave the church was the weapon of praise. And the Bible says, this is why it says it, weapons of our warfare are not carnal. We're not here to worship in the flesh. What we're doing is in the spirit. Now is the time that the true worshipers arise and true worship means you worship him in your spirit and in truth. And when you start operating in spiritual warfare through praise, that's when it becomes mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds the Holy Ghost told me today it's time for some strongholds in Calvary Tabernacle to come down there's some walls that have been up for too long and God sent this preacher today to tell you put your praise on get back to marching and watch God bring the walls down 
We're just putting the cart before the horse today. A man by the name of King Jehoshaphat gathers the folks around. He said, why don't you lay down your weapons? Pick up your tambourine. You want me to do what, pastor? You heard me. Put your sword down. Put your shield down. Grab a tambourine. Well, they ain't fighting us with tambourines. That don't make no sense. That's not how we're supposed to fight. We're supposed to fight with the sword and the spear and the shield. He said, put them down. Get you a tambourine. And the Bible says that the king, the king appointed singers and prayed. It's in your Bible. Go read it. The Bible says they went out and began to shout praise ye the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. I don't know what it sounded like to the enemy. But I bet you they had a chuckle or two. Look at them crazy folk put down their swords, uh, jangling their tambourines, uh, shouting about praise you the Lord. We about to wipe them off the face of the earth. Uh, but that's not what the story reads. Uh, the Bible says when they begin to give God praise, uh, the Lord uh, sent ambushments uh, against the enemy. Uh, let me tell you what the second thing is the Holy Ghost said to tell you. Uh, some of y'all been wearing yourself out uh, trying to fight your own battles. Uh, I'm here to tell you put your sword down. Uh, and start praising God the battle is not yours it is the Lord's praise doing the things in the spiritual realm that you cannot imagine you have to understand this today the king stepped into this church today and he's looking to appoint some praisers He's looking to to, to take your sword away and give you a tambourine. The king has come to call for some folk uh, who says, I'll let you fight. Uh, I'll take care of the praising. Uh, You do the fighting. uh, I'll do the praising. Uh, You take the sword. uh, I'll take the tambourine, God. Uh, I'm going to let you work. uh, And while you're working, uh, I'll be over here praising. Woo! We, we can't talk about putting the cart before the horse. And I, I, I'm just giving y'all the, the, the blood and guts. You're going to have to put skin on it later. But we can't talk about putting the cart before the horse without talking about two men named Paul and Silas. Y'all just got done studying Acts, didn't you? I can't do it justice like your pastor did. But all I can tell you is they were beat up and they were cast into the inner prison, fast in the stocks, bloody and bruised, And at midnight, uh, in their darkest hour, uh, they prayed and sang praises. Uh, I don't know how it went, uh, but somewhere in the midst of their pain, uh, somewhere in the midst of their torment, uh, somewhere in the midst of their misery uh, and their discomfort, uh, I'm preaching to people right now, you came to church today with pain, uh, and I'm not talking about just bodily pain. Uh, Some of y'all got some mental pain today. Uh, Some of y'all got some internal pain. Uh, Some of y'all got some scars. Uh, Some of y'all got some things going on uh, that nobody knows about, uh, and you're sitting there in misery uh, but God wants you to understand uh, that if you'll give him praise the 
Bible says that the place was shaken and the jail doors opened and not just their jail doors but their neighbor's jail door too. Sit there in your midnight and don't do anything and you'll stay locked up. But you get yourself up off the floor of your midnight and say I may be bruised. I may be battered. I may feel captive. I may feel held back by the chains of intimidation but I'm going to give God praise there's getting ready to be a shaking going on God's getting ready to shift some things in your world there's getting ready to be some doors that God's getting ready to open not just for you but for the people around you you have to understand your praise is the very thing that could set you free, set everybody else around you free. Two men's praise led to one man's salvation and everybody else's freedom. There's some folks in here, you need freedom. And there's some folks in here, you need salvation. But thankfully, you're in the right place today because we a church that knows how to give God praise. And when the people start praising, God starts shaking. Let me ask you something today. What's stopping you from praising God? What's got you twisted up that you don't feel like you can get up and give God praise? You better understand what Jesus said that the very stones of the earth would begin to cry out and begin to praise Him if people were going to be silent about it. But according to the Word of God, since I've got breath in my body, there ain't no rock, ain't no stone that's going to take my place. God's been too good. And I've got an understanding that if I put the cart before the horse, God will take care of the rest. I got an understanding that as long as I'm willing to show him what he's all about, God will show up. God will intervene. Okay. All right. I'm trying to wrap up. But we, we got a few of y'all here today sitting there looking like you sucked on sour persimmons. Because this is Pentecost Sunday. We're supposed to have a Pentecost Sunday message. Okay. All right. Let's have a Pentecost Sunday message. The Bible says that when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one accord in one place. means everybody was together with what was going on. Suddenly there came a sound from heaven. Rushing mighty wind filled all the house where they're sitting. Appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues and the Spirit gave them utterance. Now here's your, here you go. A few verses later, Peter stands with the 11 and proclaims the gospel. He says, if you want to be saved, I'm paraphrasing, it's not about accepting your personal Savior as God. It's not about shaking my hand. It's not about giving a bunch of money in the offering plate. Peter said, it's not about just believing. He said, if you want to be saved, you've got to repent of your sins. You've got to be baptized in Jesus' name. And you've got to be filled with the Holy Ghost. 
Ghost. And there's a promise that's for you and for your children and for all that is far off. That's what's happening today. God's calling for somebody to receive the promise of salvation. It's Pentecost Sunday and the Holy Ghost is here and it's in this house. But here we go. Here you go. If you read on a little further, Pentecost is not just a one-time thing 2,000 years ago because the Bible says, and they continuing daily. It's to be continued. It wasn't just for then. It's to be continued. They with one accord in the temple breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. Praising God. Y'all better hear me today. The day of Pentecost was a great experience, but it didn't stop on the day of Pentecost. They continued, and when they praised God, they had favor with all people. And the Lord. Woo! You're putting the cart before the horse. I know I am. I'm going to give him praise and I'm going to find favor and the Lord added uh, it broke I broke the microphone and the Lord he added to the church daily such as should be saved I came to remind this church there's a revival that's waiting in this town and it's dependent upon a day of Pentecost church that says I'm going to praise God I'm going to find favor with people and God he's going to add to the church such as should be saved if you want God to add to this church you're going to have to be a praising church there's your Pentecost Sunday message. Leave me alone. Can I have a few more minutes? I'm almost done. Music can come. I'm done. I wasn't going to tell you, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Preacher, your pastor and I know, was preaching, I believe, in California somewhere. He tells the story of him going there, and as he got into the, 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 the setting or whatever, there was a man that found out he was coming. I don't know their relationship. I'd probably mess the story up by telling, but you'll get the understanding of it. And this man that came to, to see this preacher, he was a devil worshiper. He, he was actually the leader of a satanic cult in the area. He came in the back door looking like Lord only knows what. All blacked out, black hair, black clothes. I mean, just a scary looking fella. And the preacher got up there and he just started preaching after he got done preaching, this fellow was sitting in the back. Now, now, this man did say, I'm going to kill that preacher. That's what he said. He's a bad dude. One of Satan's angels, whatever they call him. <laughs> Whew. Everybody came to the front. Except for in the very back. There was two people. Right about that blue shirt fellow right there was that satanic man. And on the back row back there was a sweet little elderly lady, Bishop. She couldn't do much. She wasn't running the aisles. 
by while everybody was up here praying around the altar, this little lady stood up feebly from her chair. She couldn't do much, but she started just praising. Nobody went and laid hands on this satanic man. But one little elderly sweet mother of Israel's praise. And the more she went, woo! She got to hugging and a bucking. The Holy Ghost hit that place. That old devil man came up out of his chair. Ran down to the altar with tears coming down his face. God filled him with the Holy Ghost. All because one feeble little lady said, I'm going to put the cart before the horse. I'm going to let my praise proceed. Go before whatever I need God to do. And so let me ask you, what kind, what kind of walls would fall? What kind of battles would be won? What kind of liberty would take place if we started praising God before it happens? Let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord. That means everybody. I've got a right and a reason. He's done so much for me and the Bible commands it, but God I'm getting ready to praise you right now because I need something in my life. And before you give it to me, I'm going to give you some praise. And in your time, I know you'll come through. But until you do, let me clap my hands. Until you do, let me dance for joy. Until you do, let me shout a little while. Let me say this, and we're getting ready to let go in here. Why don't you stand all across the sanctuary right now? If you need the Holy Ghost, and you have repented of your sins and said, God, I'm sorry. I'm done with this world. I'm done with sin. If you've repented, you can come down to this altar and say, I praise you, God, for the Holy Ghost. Thank you, God, for filling me with your spirit. If you repented and you begin to praise, I've seen it too many times, God's going to fill you with the Holy Ghost. If you need a miracle in your body that hasn't happened yet, you can shout your way to a miracle. If you need healing in your mind, you can shout your way to healing. If you come to this altar, don't come and stand around looking at everybody. I want you to come down here uh, and I want you to dance like your backslidden baby's already come home. I want you to give God praise uh, like whatever you need has already happened. Uh, I'm here to preach to you today. Uh, It's time for somebody to put the cart uh, before the horse. Uh, Come on, apostolics. Uh, Let's be Pentecostal today. Uh, Anybody want to give him praise? The altars are open. Come on. Come on, let God move on your behalf right now. Come on, there's more than one. There's more than two here today. Some of y'all want to come down here so bad. Why don't you get over that fear and that intimidation and come let God meet your need.